December 4, 1970. Pilot Bruce Gernand had two passengers on board his Beechcraft Bonanza single-engine aircraft, his father and business partner. They took off from Andros Island in the Bahamas and headed northwest for the Florida coast. Sure, they were in the infamous Bermuda Triangle's airspace, but this was a typical flight Bruce had made dozens of times before. The trip usually took about an hour and a half with no hiccups whatsoever. Bruce took off and started gaining altitude. Strange things started happening right from the get-go. At first, he noticed a small cloud up ahead, but it kept growing. Not from the plane getting closer, this thing was actually getting bigger in size. Bruce had to fly through it, and he came out the other end just fine. He gained altitude, and yet another mysterious cloud appeared. This one was massive, and Bruce had no other choice but to fly through it too. At that moment, it got dark as night all around the aircraft. But this wasn't a storm cloud, and it wasn't raining. Bruce was starting to get worried, and then, bam! He saw flashes of white light. Bruce kept flying for another 30 minutes when he realized this was the same cloud he had gone through earlier when he started to climb. But now the cloud was cylindrical, and the plane was flying through its center. It was wide and seemed endless. Bruce thought he could never get out of that trap. But a minute later, he saw light at the end of the tunnel. But all of a sudden, the walls of the cloud tunnel began to narrow. They were closing in on the plane. The navigational instruments started wigging out. The compass was spinning by itself counterclockwise. The walls kept narrowing, smaller and smaller, wrapping like a vortex. The electrical instruments still going haywire. Bruce was running out of time. He had to get out of this place fast. A grueling 20 seconds later, he burst out of this foggy trap. As Bruce described later, he felt weightless for five seconds as his plane left the tunnel. The clouds dispersed, and now the aircraft was in a grayish haze. The men let out a big sigh of relief. He immediately grabbed the radio and contacted ground control to determine his location. But when the dispatcher looked at the green screen, his face became contorted with confusion. Bruce's plane wasn't on the radar. It was as if the thing was invisible. But then the dispatcher said the aircraft was already in Miami airspace. Bruce was utterly shocked. It just couldn't be true. Remember, the whole trip usually took around 90 minutes. But this time, it took just 47 minutes to get to the destination. His plane didn't magically gain some supersonic speed beyond the model's limited max cruising speed. This was physically impossible. The dispatcher must have made a mistake. But when the clouds parted, Bruce saw that he really was over Miami. The plane landed safely, and it was time to try and solve this mystery. Bruce checked the remaining fuel and his watch. After a short calculation, he was only more confused. The plane hadn't gone through the amount of fuel it should have. Archive records show that 84 sunspots were recorded that day, as well as a huge solar wind. This would cause disturbances in the Earth's magnetosphere that could throw off the plane's instruments and radars. But so far, no one has been able to explain how the plane got to Miami so fast. Maybe in the future, the truth will be revealed. In the meantime, it remains another mysterious riddle of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs>